the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Good morning and welcome to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. My name is Gary Green and I'm the host of the show. And you can always reach me at 602-525-1370. You can find me online at yourcarinsiders.com. And you can listen to our podcast on 960 The Patriot. Or you can listen to the podcast on the Your Car Insiders website. You know, I had an interesting phone call from a client this week. And it was a gentleman who was shopping wanted assistance with help for a car for his lady friend. And he kept asking me, where can you send me and who can I ask for? And I tr- I'm trying to explain to people is I don't send people anywhere. I go with you. My service provides you me. I go with you. I don't send you anywhere. Uh, I don't run the risk of someone getting lost in the shuffle and then they're taken advantage of because somehow someone forgot that they were there because I sent them there. So please, in the future, if you'd like my assistance, please call me at 602-525-1370. Be happy to help you, but I don't send people anywhere. To, to buy a car. You know, one of the things that is going on right now, and it's very important to understand this, is used car prices are searching, but for some models more than others. I helped a gentleman sell his car back to the dealership, and it was a very, very expensive car, close to $200,000, and he actually sold it back to the dealership two years after he purchased it for more than $20,000 more than he paid for it. That's not the case with every car. It's not the case with every expensive car. Every single car stands on its own. But a very important thing that you need to keep in mind right now is used cars. A lot of people are buying used cars, and they're buying used cars from non-manufacturer dealers. And what I mean by that, they're buying a car from a small, I don't want to call it a mom and pop, but it's a non-franchise dealership, okay? Also, they're buying cars online off of websites, and I'm not bashing any of them. Uh, you have Carvana, you have Vroom, you have all these sites, and a lot of these cars are purchased at auction. And I had the opportunity to have a conversation with a friend of mine the other day who told me about a gentleman that had bought a vehicle through one of these online sites and had a problem with the car. And he took the car into the dealership, and the dealership denied fixing the car under warranty. Now, if you buy a vehicle, and that vehicle has a radio screen 
inside the dashboard that has multiple components part of the radio radio your air conditioning controls could be in there in this whole media center uh backup camera uh navigation whatever it is they changed it from the factory radio to an aftermarket radio and i'm sure it wasn't done by this online shopping service i'm sure it was done before the car went to the auction and was sold to this dealer well the problem that the gentleman had with the car was an electrical problem and based on the fact that the car had an aftermarket warranty there was no longer his ability to claim this on a factory warranty so if you're purchasing a pre-owned car and you see something in the dashboard that is not your original manufacturer's Radio, you want to be not leery, but you want to protect yourself by understanding that there could be an issue under factory warranty. Now, if the car is out of factory warranty and it's got an aftermarket radio, the warranty doesn't become an issue. But you want to be careful with those things. And I'll go back to 1992, 1993. I was a salesman at Scottsdale Lexus. And when I worked there, they had what was called a closed four coast floor not four where we had used used vehicle salespeople and we had new cars salespeople and i was a used car salesperson there were four of us and i had a gentleman that came in one day and wanted to buy a used ls 400 and at the time a brand new ls 400 in august of 1989 when they came out they were right around 35 grand and i think the only options were a moonroof, leather interior, and a Nakamichi CD player, which went in the trunk of the car. And this gentleman came in, and while I was working at the Lexus dealership, which was 13 months, Lexus introduced a CPO program, certified pre-owned. And I am almost positive, not 100%, that Lexus was the first manufacturer to offer such a program. And I will remember, like it was yesterday, that the technician would work on the car and he would go through before they could put the car out on the lot and the car had 16,000 miles on it and he would bring out a bill to the used car director that had $4,000 worth of repairs. And it wasn't really repairs. Some of it was maintenance. Some of it could have been tires. If there was a, a star in the windshield, bigger enough, the windshield had to be replaced. You couldn't touch up scratches. I mean, they were really making cars as close to brand new as they could be without rolling the odometer back to zero. And these cars were impeccable. Now, it was a startup program in three states, Philadelphia. Atlanta and Phoenix. And when I say, I should say Arizona because at the time there were two Lexus dealerships Bell Lexus at I 17 and Bell Road, and Scottsdale Lexus, where I worked at 68th Street and McDowell. And I will never forget this gentleman came in and he looked at a used Lexus and I explained to him all the benefits of the certified cars. And he came back again and we looked at other cars. And he kept going back to, well, I see these other cars at other dealerships and they're this much less. Well, 
we can't be competitive with these cars because those cars are not certified. And a couple of weeks went by, and in the showroom of the dealership, there was a small little lounge area with a couple of chairs and a small little couch and a TV. And I happened to walk by, and the guy was a super nice guy. And he was all excited to tell me about the Lexus that he bought in Utah. And he brought it in for service, and he was thrilled. He was happy. And while I was sitting there, a gentleman who still works in the service department at Scottsdale Lexus, which is now Earnhardt Lexus on 8th Street and Camelback, walked out to the gentleman and said, Excuse me, Mr. So-and-so, can I have you follow me to the service department? I need to show you something on your car. So they went to the back and they looked at the car and he was showing him while the car was up in the air why there was a problem with the ride of the vehicle. And he explained to him that you can see that your tires are worn on the inside on this side of the car and they're not worn on the inside of this side of the car. And these are pretty new tires so that's unusual wear. And we put the vehicle on an alignment rack, and we've come to find out that the vehicle's out of alignment. Now, the bad news is, based on the fact that the vehicle was in a major collision, we cannot properly align the vehicle without putting the vehicle onto a frame machine and straightening the car out. And the look on the guy's face was, I don't want to say priceless, but he was beside himself. And I didn't say anything to him. The only thing I learned right there is remember this. You get what you pay for. The only person, the only people that have the ability to certify a manufacturer's car is that manufacturer. Now, Lexus has CPO. I believe Audi has CPO now. General Motors has CPO. Ford has CPO. Uh, BMW has CPO. Uh, Mercedes-Benz. And the programs, a lot of them are great. They add warranty. Toyota has CPO. Nissan has CPO. But you can't go to a Toyota store and buy a certified Nissan. has to be purchased through a factory store of that brand. You know, another thing you want to be careful with is if you buy a brand new vehicle and you decide to make some changes, understand that, and it's more prevalent now than ever, understand if you make changes to the vehicle and there is a problem, you could have an issue having the vehicle repaired. And I'm not trying to tell people not to go to Jiffy Lube, not to go here, not to go there. But if you have a problem with the car and the car's under factory warranty and you take it in and there's an internal engine problem and the oil filter on the car says Jiffy Lube, you could have a problem with the repair being covered. I'm not saying it's an absolute problem. I'm saying it's a possible problem. Now, I'll never forget... We had a gentleman come in, and I was working at Lou Grubb Chevrolet as the new car sales manager. And he bought a 2500 Silverado pickup truck four-wheel drive. And he was talking about all the things he was going to do to the truck, but did not want to do it through the dealership because it was more expensive to do it through the deal- dealership. 
Well, he came in about three months later, and he walked up from the service department, and he had a shock absorber in his hand with the component that the shock absorber bolts to that mounts to the differential in the vehicle. Well, it tore the attachment part off of the car. He had gone four-wheeling, he bounced the truck, whatever it was, and it ripped out. And General Motors was not going to fix it under warranty based on the fact he had a lift kit done outside of the manufacturer. Now, if you go into a lot of dealerships now, and this is back in the day when a lot of dealerships weren't doing these things, a lot of dealerships have factory lift kits. And I I thought it was kind of, it was kind of cute because a friend of mine bought a Jeep Gladiator and it was funny because he wanted a two inch lift on the Rubicon and he wanted it done at the dealership and he was so excited because the price at the dealership was great. But the biggest surprise and the most exciting part from him was they delivered all his old parts in a crate that said Mopar lift kit, big wooden or whatever it was crate. Your car insiders, I work for you, not the dealer. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice, and when customers like you Choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon Valley. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma, not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma and half don't even know it. 11 million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes and I don't want to lose that. 
Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders. My name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show, and you can always reach me at 602-525-1370. Have a secure submission form on the Your Car Insiders website. Those emails come directly to me. Be happy to do whatever I can to assist you with the purchase of your vehicle. I'm with you every step of the way. You know, and I look for articles to talk about, and I talk about things that go on. And, you know, one of the articles I got a kick out of was just recently in Motor Trend. And it basically, the title was 10 Exotic Cars That Give Us Hope for the Future. And I guess it's hope for who? Because these cars are all super, super, super cars and super, super expensive. So the list, this list of 10 exotic cars we're excited about exemplifies how quickly the world is changing, featuring hybrids, EVs, and even high-performance SUVs. Although, and though big-buck, low-volume supercars are fun and all, we decided to keep the exotics on this list to cars with more of a true production run, hence extremely low production specials don't make the cut. So the first car is the new Ferrari SF90, which is the replacement of the LaFerrari. And instead of a V12, it's going to have all-wheel drive, a twin-turbo V8. Total output, it's a hybrid, is claimed at 986 horsepower. That was number one. The Lotus Avija. This is the first new Lotus in almost a decade, and will it'll be the most powerful production car ever, packing a staggering, you ready, Jeremy? 1,972 horsepower. It will be, will be propelled by four e-motors supplied by a 70-kilowatt battery, so unlike Lotuses of years before, this is an entirely electric affair. That said, it's also a departure from the company's core lightweights, tipping the scales at 3,700 pounds, but 1,972 horsepower. And, you know, the Tesla Roadster, you know, these cars are, you know, all these electric cars, they're crazy. I mean, it's like you hit the gas pedal and the cars just go. This is going to be between 800 and 1,000 horsepower. Next car on the list was the Maserati MC20. It's a traditional transitional supercar par excellence, debuting with the gas powertrain, a V6 twin turbo that produces 621 horsepower with an electric counterpart to come. The electric version will be faster. Now, all of these cars look like supercars. None of these cars look like your everyday, really nice sports car. McLaren Elva. 804 horsepower. It's ridiculously fast is all it says. They're coming out with a Chevrolet Corvette Z06. Now, on a side note, if you follow cars at all, Chevrolet announced this week that they were ceasing production of the 2021 Corvettes. Uh, Didn't read the entire article, but if it's something that you're interested in, I'm sure you can Google General Motors ceases producing Corvette for 2021. 
Guess is it's going to be 625 horsepower, less than its supercharged predecessor, but it's definitely be a screamer, and it'll certainly perform in a way that no one is going to sweat any small horsepower deficit. For those who crave more, there are discussions of a ZR1 to follow. Next car. I've never heard of this, and it looks like a race car. 1,400 horsepower at 2,800 pounds. It is called a Glickenhaus 007S. Uh, Definitely looks like something James Bond would drive. Next car after this, I've also never seen or heard of the company, a Remock C2. 1,887 horsepower, 1,696 foot-pounds of torque. Bugatti Chiron, watch out for the performance. Remark claims the C2 will hit 0 to 60 in 1.85 miles an uh, I'm sorry, 1.85 seconds, 100 miles an hour in 4.3 seconds, 186 miles an hour in 11.8 seconds, and a quarter mile in just 9.1 seconds en route to a speed of 256 miles an hour. The Koenigsegg Gemera, first built as a Mega GT, 1,677 horsepower, and a twin-turbo 2.0 inline three-cylinder pushing out 500, and you read that correctly, the hypercars like the electrified future will be, who can, who can say electrified cars is going to be boring? I'm not even going to try to pronounce this name, but it looks like Ferrari's going to get into the SUV lineup. And it looks like it's Purosangu, Purosangu, whatever it is. It's P-U-R-O-S-A-N-G-U-E, and it's uh, possibly close to the Maserati Levante in, in appearance. There's your list of 10 exotic cars that we hope to see in the future. When it said hope, okay, I guess I have to hope to win the lottery to be able to get one of these cars. You know, another very, very important thing about car ownership is calling, having a relationship with somebody in service. Now, I have a gentleman that I've helped get a few vehicles and he's a radio show listener and a super, super nice guy. And he lives way out in the West Valley. And he called me the other day, and he's just a super, super nice guy. And he was explaining to me the problem that he was having with his GMC truck, the one problem, the second problem, the third problem, and now the truck was a problem again. So I was like, Steve, listen, yelling, screaming, doesn't get you anywhere. But here's what my suggestion is. You've had the vehicle in before. I don't like how the transaction's been going. I'd like you to call the service manager, and I'll get you the name of that person. So I got the name of the service manager, and I told him to, when you call, you have to ask questions along the lines, why am I paying for a tow service if I have an extended warranty? Now, the answer could be because you had your car towed past other dealers. However, I've had an instance where I've had to 
have my car towed and I wanted my car towed to the originating dealer where I bought the car because that's where I had the relationship with the service advisor. The second question that I asked him was, why are you not receiving a loaner car? Nobody offered me one. Why not? That's part of the reason you bought a service contract. This gentleman's in the farming business. It's not really fun to drive around all day in one of your irrigation trucks. Uh, His car is his office. So after we got done, we had the conversation. I sent him a text. This is who you need to speak to. Later that morning, I got a text from him thanking me for the kind, correct words to use. He was letting me know that the vehicle was not being towed to the dealership. A service loaner was being brought out to his home. And I don't know how the car got to the dealership, the car that needed to be repaired. But I guarantee you this. He now has a relationship with the right person in the service department. I don't ever wish it for anybody to get to the problem where they have to call me because they're having issues in service. Larry H. Miller Nissan's general manager, Bill Brixey, is committed to helping you find the new or used vehicle you've been searching for. Whether it is new or used Nissans or new or used cars from the top manufacturers, Bill can help. But here is the game stopper. Bill's finance staff offers expert advice to those seeking a great deal on a car or lease. Larry H. Miller Nissan has a top-notch service and parts department always willing to help you with your Nissan. Larry H. Miller is located at 2025 West Riverview Auto Drive in Mesa. Nobody likes to be in debt, and that's why it's usually not wise to borrow money. But if your air conditioner calls it quits in the middle of summer and you don't have cash on hand, what are you going to do? Mike Aliyah here again from Benefit Air to give you the best solution to a difficult problem because sometimes we have to make tough choices in life with money issues and we need all the help we can get. Because Benefit Air is a train comfort specialist dealer, we have access to financing terms that other dealers can't even come close to. What if you could get a brand new train system complete with a full 10-year parts and labor warranty for a low monthly payment? And what if a large portion of that monthly payment would be offset by the savings in your energy bill? And what if the energy savings over the life of the system was actually equal to or more than the cost of the system? At Benefit, we want to help you out of a tight spot by offering payment options that are affordable while providing you with a wise investment that can save you money for years to come. Call Benefit today to find out more about the financing options for a new high-quality train system that you can afford. 602-840-9229 or visit us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of using Benefit Air. Hey guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. How many buttons? His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's cord. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. Heroes and worlds. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. Ooh. See, you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. You should have just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. My name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. And remember, the easiest way to reach me is 
Just pick up the phone and dial 602-525-1370. I want to send out a few shout-outs. I want to thank the sponsors of the show, uh, especially Joey Staples at Earnhardt Honda. Uh, Joey and I have had a relationship for a real long time. Uh, he understands what it is that I'm trying to do to help our clients get great deals on cars. Also want to send out a special thanks to Adam Breen at Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale, uh, two doors down, three doors down from Joey at the Honda store. He also understands uh, what it is that I'm trying to do to help people buy cars. You know, Jeremy asked me a question uh, during the break, and the question was about these hypercars and these zero to 60 speeds. So I took a look at what the fastest cars were zero to 60. And there's cars that are coming out that are quicker, but the McLaren P1 is 2.82 seconds. The Caterham 620R is 2.79. The Hennessy Venom GT is 2.7. The Porsche 911 Turbo S is 2.6. A Remac Concept 1 was 2.5 to 62 miles an hour. A Koenigsegg 1 is 2.5 seconds to 60. And at 2.4 mi- seconds to 62 miles an hour, the Tesla Model S Porsche Cayenne Turbo, and the Bugatti Chiron. Now, remember, in a Tesla Model S, they're Model S's, but there's different models, and I don't understand them all anymore, but it used to be, uh, I think it was a 60, a 70, there was a 75, an 85, a 90, and a 100. Now, I think they're called dual dual motors. Uh, I'm not really up on the... Electric cars, I still drive a 485 horsepower premium fuel manual transmission car. But one of the things that we wanted to talk about was new cars. So I'm going to read an article that I found on Car and Driver from May 15th, 2021. And it basically reads, 40% of car shoppers are willing to pay $5,000 over MSRP for a new car. Folks, there's people that are willing to pay a lot more than $5,000 over MSRP on a new car. Study conducted in the last week of April found that most car shoppers have heard about the semiconductor chip shortage and are aware that it's affecting vehicle production, supply, and thus prices. 40% say they're willing to pay 12% over MSRP for a new car. Given average new car prices, that means five grand. I was in a car dealership the other day. They had four new cars on the showroom floor that all were somewhere in the seventy-five to $85,000 MSRP. SRP. They all had an addendum for the dealer ads plus $20,000 market adjustments. My understanding was every one of those cars sold and every one of those buyers paid the $20,000 premium. Over a third of shoppers looking now say they'd wait to buy given the high prices and a quarter of those people said they'll buy used instead. Okay. There's no steals. At least I shouldn't say that. It's tough to find a steal on a used car because you can't find the car in a new car. I had a gentleman call me looking for a forerunner. He told me he already bought one, signed some paperwork, but hadn't taken delivery yet. And it was at least five grand over MSRP. But Five grand over MSRP on a brand new one, if you could get it, might make more sense than what some of these dealers were asking for cars that were 2018s, 2019s with 20 to 40,000 miles on them. You guys already know this, but I'm going to say it again. Car prices are climbing. A report in April showed prices were about 4% higher than a year before, and we beat that news drum repeatedly in the past month. It turns out that people seem to understand and there's no way around it if you want to buy a new car today. 
Cox Automotive released a study this week showing just how receptive buyers are to higher prices. 40% Cox found would not shy away from being charged 12% premium. Given the average new car in the U.S. is almost $42,000, that means 4 in 10 people would accept the price that's $5,000 more than what the sticker says. Despite the higher expected prices, only 37 cent they'd wait. 37% said they'd wait to buy a vehicle, with 70% of those saying that they'll wait at least three months to purchase, and 23% they're looking at used vehicles instead. Folks, my feeling is three months is not going to change this problem. Cox Automotive spokesman told Car and Driver, the current auto market with low inventory and high demand is anything but normal, and we know it's driving people away. Cox research shows that 80% of consumers recognize the issue is impacting both domestic and import nameplates as the the issue is industry-wide. 73% of consumers are expected to face higher prices at the dealership, and nearly 60% believe they will find lower incentives. I'm seeing some cars that no longer have any incentives. One main reason for the non-sticker shock is the limited supply times that we're all living in. Cox surveys... Cox survey was was conducts makes no sense how they wrote this, but the survey they conducted in the last week of April found that 75% of car shoppers knew about the global semiconductor chip shortage and that it was wreaking havoc on new car production. Almost as many said they expected to see higher prices at the dealership and almost 60% said they expected. I guess it wasn't me. I guess they rewrote a few things in this article that they duplicated. Welcome to Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. My name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show, and you can reach me, like I said before, at 602-525-1370. To finish up on this article, I got a little, uh, I want to say mixed up, because they were actually duplicating sentences in the article I was reading, because I'm reading the article from Car and Driver. Just over a million and a half vehicles were sold in the U.S. in April. According to IC Cars, the fastest-selling cars in the U.S. last month were the Chevrolet Corvette, the Jeep Wrangler, and the Kia Telluride. Fastest-selling means that these vehicles spent the shortest time waiting on dealers' lots for someone to take them home. In total, 16, 16 models sold on an average in under 20 days, while the overall average for the entire market was 48.3 days. At the end of April, there were less than 2 million New vehicles on dealership lots in the U.S., which is 42% lower 
Okay, now here's one thing I really agree with. The Cox, Cox article says it believes the supply will continue to be low until at least the end of the year. You know, and, and this is what I tell people. You know, if, if things don't change, it's one thing. But if you pay over on a car and in three years everything's back to this so-called prior semiconductor, prior COVID uh, situation with the cars, and you finance that car, okay? I don't know, obviously for sure, most banks are not financing the over MSRP portion of these car loans. And if they are, it's because you have great credit. But remember, best car loans that you get are lowest LTVs, <coughs> excuse me, and newer vehicles. But, you know, it's it's just, it's, it's crazy what I've seen go on in the car dealerships. As I mentioned earlier in the show, a client bought a car, very expensive Mercedes-Benz, and sold it back for a profit. But one of these things that's very important to remember, it's just like the housing market. You don't have to sell your car. But if you're in a position where you can get rid of a car that's in high demand and you don't need another car, it took this gentleman about eight hours to see clearly that getting rid of the car made sense. And one of the reasons behind it was the the shine wore off. He had the car for almost two years, and he kind of looked at it that he was going to drive this car for barely nothing, remove a payment, remove an insurance, get his entire extended service contract back because he never got out of factory warranty, and did not need to replace his car. So if you saw this guy walking down the street, you wouldn't think that he was an oncologist working at Mayo Clinic making this kind of money. Uh, he, he doesn't have that air to him. He's a shorts and T-shirt kind of guy with a ball cap and just a really, really nice guy. I enjoy his company. You know, we talked about, you know, what his replacement was going to be. And I started to laugh when he started talking about Porsches that had GT. In the name. And, you know, they make a GT2 and a GT3, and I teased in that. You ain't nothing unless you get a GT2. And uh, you're a lot if you have anything that says Porsche. It's a wonderful car. It's not one of my favorites, uh, but Porsche, it's, it's, it's a wonderful car. But the used car pricing, prices are surging, but for some models more than others. Once again, it's an article that I found, uh, and it was written by a gentleman... On May 26th, his name is Joe Lorio. Take pent-up demand for new vehicles, a reopening economy, and a chip shortage that's curtailing new car production and therefore supply. Any economist will tell you that a combination will lead to higher automobile prices. Add irrational consumer behavior. Is there any other kind? I like that. And you get headlines like the recent one where nearly half the surveyed buyers said they would be willing to spend $5,000 over list price to get a new car. Likely, there are the same people who were panic hoarding toilet paper a year ago. I didn't pay $5,000 over, but I still have about 40 rolls of toilet paper in the closet. 
And it's funny because we weren't hoarding. It just happened to be last year if we if we were going through the store and they had toilet paper, obviously you bought it. And uh, the spillover effect has been upswing in prices for late model used vehicles. That's not typically how things work. A 2000 Chevy Silverado should be worth about as much today as a 2017 was worth a year ago. It's off by about 27%, and it's up by 27%. I have seen people pay in excess of what pickup trucks were, what they could have bought them through for new with all the rebates and the discounts that I could get. They're getting that kind of money trading them in right now. But remember, you have to buy something on the other side. Some models are seeing greater increases than others, though. The iccars.com survey survey shows one to five-year-old examples of the following vehicles, all at least 25% more expensive than a year ago. The The Silverado GMC Sierra 1500. The Ram 1500. The Toyota Tundra. The Mercedes-Benz S-Class, the Chevy Camaro, the Mitsubishi Mirage, the Range Rover Sport, the Mercedes-Benz G-Class, and Chevy Corvette have seen their prices surge by 33%. Beyond the full-price pickups, it's a pretty weird mix. You have a couple of luxury vehicles and a couple of sporty cars, but the biggest head-scratcher has to be the sudden interest in the Mitsubishi Mirage. If you're living unhappily with a Mirage you purchased not long ago, now's the time to sell. In fact, it's a good time to sell or trade in any of these vehicles, but what if you're looking to buy? The following cars have not seen a big run-up in prices all increasing by less than half of 17% overall average. Subaru Crosstrek and Impreza. Now, I have a young lady that's looking for an Impreza. Now, maybe the prices didn't change, but the inventory sure did. Uh, Based on the locate that a friend of mine ran this week for a manual transmission Impreza Impreza liftback, according to him, there was not one car in the country. Uh Mazda CX-3, the Honda HRV, Mercedes-Benz GLC, Audi Q7, the Volvo X90. The BMW i3 and Tesla Model S have seen no increase in price whatsoever, with values of the actual of the Model S actually declining slightly due to competition from the Model 3 and the Model Y. The sudden increase in EV models and the attendant rise an EV range quickens the value corrosion of used EVs. Used cars always are a bit of a gamble. Have now become part of America's casino economy. Sell high, buy low, but don't panic. It doesn't make sense to pay, to pay nearly $150,000 for a used G-Class that it could have been purchased for $37,000 less last year. But it's absolutely must have a used G-Class right this minute. At least see the seller will throw in a few mega packs of toilet paper. You know, it's it's unbelievable. And it's not every Mercedes. You know, if you have an S-Class right now, they're hard to get new ones. But that doesn't mean that the used ones are skyrocketing in value, especially based on the fact that I believe that they're coming out with a new body style S-Class this year. You know, it's it's just, it's it's hard. And, you know, when you look at these articles, 
it's kind of funny because you look and one article is about a, an electric car and then the next article is about a 392 Rubicon. The 2021 Jeep Wrangler Rubicon 392 goes nuclear. Okay, I sold one of these for sale for $35,000 over MSRP used in Scottsdale. Uh, it's like things I've never seen before, you know, and, and I, I kind of really stay up to things, you know, promises, promises, why plans for all electric fu- future are wildly premature, My understanding is a lot of manufacturers are getting away from building gas-powered cars. This article was written on 526 Autoblog. My neighbors in Brooklyn, like many Americans, seem keenly interested in electric cars. They're always asking about them. Have you driven the new Tesla yet? They'll say, or ask about the Mod E or the Porsche. Taycan compares. Recently, the question goes like this. So I read that General Motors is going to stop gasoline cars. I've been asked the same about Volvo, Ford, and GM. Cadillac seemingly every week now, another automaker shoots up a hand to pledge good green intentions and hatred of climate change. Like front row students seeking a teacher's praise or this high tuition racket, a gold star from media and Wall Street, my neighbor's reliably wrap their inquiry into with an expectant look. This is my cue to say how wonderful it all is and won't it be great when everyone drives an EV. Here's where things get tricky. I do believe that would be a wonderful thing for so many reasons. Now, this is not me. This is the gentleman that wrote the article. Climate change, choking smog, consumers' physical and financial health, ultimately the competitiveness of American industry and the nation itself. But I'm not going to lie to these people. These promises automakers are are floating for an all-electric future are wildly premature. That's despite a potential sea change in political support for EVs. President Joe Biden's own goal calls for 174,000, 174 billion in public spending to support EV adoption with everything from consumer rebates to 5,000 new public chargers. That would represent a great beginning, but it hasn't even begun for now. The goalposts for the supposed conversions include 2025 for an all-electric Jaguar, 2030 for Cadillac and Volvo, 2030 is where the UK insists it will ban sales of new gasoline and diesel cars. The EU is under pressure to set its own phase-out date. You think the soccer Super League got royal subjects up in arms? Wait till 2029 rolls around, and these blokes here, they can only buy an EV from now on. So... I think it's called the 2023 Cadillac Lyric. And what's kind of funny is every time I drive past Arrowhead Cadillac or Earnhardt Cadillac, I always say to my wife, hey, you want to get a Cadillac? And she says, no, I don't want a Cadillac. And she finally said to me the other day, you know, I saw this new Cadillac on TV. I think I might want a Cadillac. It was this Cadillac Lyric. It is a gorgeous, uh, I don't know if you want to call it an SUV or a crossover, but it is beautiful. Uh It's L-Y-R-I-Q. Cadillac's also saying that the promise becomes grander and hazier. After that, 2035, no more gasoline or diesel power passenger models in the GM 
showrooms with the dispensation for heavy-duty trucks. For GM, full carbon neutrality by 2040, Volkswagen Carbon Zero in both production and vehicle emissions by 2050. Now, it's not saying automakers are fibbing exactly. VW may have fumbled with the bogus Volkswagen naming stump, but it isn't investing $80 billion for an image boost in EVs. GM's own $27 billion bet on EVs and autonomous cars through 2025, building battery gigafactories in Ohio and Tennessee. It's, it's a change. It's coming. I mean, if you think about it, you know, I was born in 1960. In 1964, we had a Buick Riviera. It didn't even have seatbelts in the back of the car. Uh, now cars have seatbelts, 9,000 airbags, uh, they have lane departure warning. They have blind spot monitors. They have rear cross traffic. They have pedestrian alert. They have distronic cruise control. You know, cars have changed drastically since I was a little boy. Uh, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day, and it's kind of like, you know, cars today are plug and play. You know, you have a problem with your car. You take it to the mechanic, whether it's a dealership or your local shop, and there's an idiot light on it could be a check engine light. It could be a VSC light. It could be a, a brake. They plug a computer into the car, and they scan the car to try to find out what's wrong with the car. I want to send out a very special thanks to Chad Sassan at Rodeo Kia in Avondale. Uh, Chad has done a great job helping the clients purchase Kias. Uh, I've done quite a few used cars. He does a great job with his reconditioning. Really nice cars. I'm Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. And you can reach me at 602-525-1370.